What's up, dude? Um, welcome to the Spam and Eggs podcast. Here's the thing. I have recorded this very first, this episode 15 or 20 times over. And the, the I guess the reason why I've been doing that is because this is the first video podcast of an exclusively audio podcast that I've had for roughly three years. And I've been really driving myself kind of insane trying to figure out exactly what, how do I introduce the video portion of it? It'll be fine. Welcome to another episode of the fucking podcast. I'm so upset now. Um, Let's not even do this. And I've been getting caught up in the optics of what will the viewers think? And I just want it to be like an exciting, like, oh, there's, um, there's another podcast. But the bleak kind of truth is, one, there aren't really that many viewers and also not that many listeners. And also, well, there aren't any viewers yet, and unless you're viewing it. There are listeners, dude, and that's something that I've been kind of getting kind of excited about. And um, But sometimes you get unexcited about stuff, right? Because it freaks you out and it takes, it takes a lot of RAM up in your head. And you got other stuff to focus on, dude. Your boy is busy. Are you trying okay. to keep us away from nicotine so you can get us on cocaine? That's a stupid heckle. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, there's so many drugs in between those. <laughs> I can't think of any, but there are some, certainly. Like what? Like what? I don't know, I just said. Dude, this guy. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, man, I'm just going to keep, this is what, this is what it is. This is what it's going to be. And I've said that so many times. I've said, this is going to be the one that I post. Uh, 15 out of the 20 times I knew that was a bad idea to put the put the the cup of water there the the truth is right it doesn't matter what I do for the first episode and um and the reason why I haven't gotten an episode to like really pop as like the first one is that I haven't been doing this long enough on the video one. I've posted or I have I've cut up already one video one that I'm going to post right after this. But I get so caught up in like the narrative and like chronology and stuff, right? Because um, I have had people, this is pretty cool, like reach out and ask like what is going on because it's been a while since I've posted one and um and that's dope truly it is uh and there's been a lot of like life stuff going on man like I just moved I was living in Tarzana and um no I'm not it didn't end super amicably which I'm hyped about uh and all the while I'm like See the, the 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 cool thing about doing stand up is like you could just go up and talk about it like almost in real time like something happens and you go up a couple hours later and you go and talk about it. 
Podcasts are different because there's so much work involved, I'm finding, with the video portion and uh, if I'm going to wait for the perfect episode, I'm never going to post it. And that's been the story of my life thus far. I'm on mood stabilizers. So I'm just doing it. I came to the realization the last time yesterday when I was shooting this that there's no need to start again. We're just going to keep going, dude. And if you, if this is the first thing that you're seeing, you can go back and check it out. Or don't figure it out. I don't give a shit. And see what's up, dude. But you can also just begin here. You can begin where you're beginning. And um, so welcome, right? And that's all I'm going to say, worrying about what the view, the hypothetical fucking viewers are going to think. Bleep it out. First five minutes, you can't curse anymore in YouTube. Otherwise, they'll, I don't know, smite you dead. Um, I think another reason why I was kind of like freaking out about it was like, well, I have to do a lot of this all over again. But I don't, dude. I don't, and I'm not gonna. We're just gonna keep, we're just gonna continue. So, welcome. And if you wanna go back, you can. If you wanna continue or begin here, you can. Okay? All right. So, this is the motherfucking bleep it, um, Spam and Eggs podcast, dude. And we've got video now. For those who don't have. For those of you who have been listening throughout the years, now you can watch too. I don't know why you'd want to. And I just keep going and flowing, never knowing and showing and never sewing. I said that like four times. I didn't mean it. Another thing that's been kind of slowing me down is that I want to do some honestly just absolutely amazing visual stuff. And I need like a new computer for all that. And I, but you can grow, dude. You can just grow. You can just start and then grow, and then you're dead. Um, I got my squishmallows here, dude. Rachel, my girlfriend, loves to give me stuffed animals. I've got so many stuffed animals, like ex probably exponentially more than any 28 year old male has. But I got a little, I got a little cubby over there for them. These ones stay with me, yes, because they don't smell like Rachel anymore. But they um, keep, they keep my knees. You put them in between your knees, and then your back doesn't. You put them in your between your knees, and then your first thought when you wake up isn't, "Oh, my back hurts a lot." It's maybe my fifth or sixth thought. And honestly, dude, the more thoughts I can put in between waking up. And oh, my back hurts. That's a that's a win, dude. I used to be a driving instructor. I got sciatica at 27 because I was just sitting all day long. It exacerbated, like that wasn't like a new issue, but it did get worse. And I wouldn't even wake up and think my back hurts. I would go to sleep and go, oh, my back hurts, and I'm not even doing anything. I'm just like, I just stretched. I did the yoga. I did the fucking meditation. Bleep it. And um. Doing nothing even makes your back hurt. So if you're if that resonates at all with you, dude, you might get along. We might get along. 
here's something. I know some people that are doing uh, this musical and I invited Rachel to go and she said she'd be down, which is cool. And then I learned it was sold out. My first thought was, oh, well, that's good. Because anything that I told someone that I'm going to do, I don't want to do. It could be something that I really want to do. But then when I tell them, dude, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I don't know what it is. You could say like fear of commitment, but I, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's even that deep or much, or it's much deeper or it's much deeper. It could be surface level, right? It could be, it could just be like the fact that I don't, I, I'll say something that I want to do something and then I don't want to do it. It could be as surface level as, well, then why did you say you want to do it? Because you probably don't want to do it, right? And it could be deeper like, well, I'm afraid I'm going to die. So why would I do that? Why would I do something that I don't want to do or that I do want to do if I'm going to die anyway? This is taking a turn for the worse. I can feel that now. Where was I going with this, dude? That's how I spend most of my day. I spend so much of my day trying to get back to where I just was geographically or in my head. And when I'm around people, that's when it's the worst. And I think I, I, it bothers me when it happens alone, but then no one's around to see it. And no one's really around to see it right now, but you're seeing it. And I'm internalizing, I'm eternalizing it, right? Whatever. Oh, okay. Why do you say, what do you do? What do you say you want to do stuff if you don't really want to do it? Or, I mean, sometimes you just change your mind, man. Sometimes you just change your mind. But I change my mind so fast that it, I, I change my mind so fast about what it is that I want to do that when I find something that I want to do, I question whether I even want to do it. It's probably not totally unique, but it is an issue because like, all right, example. I had a job interview one time at In-N-Out and I walked in and the manager, her name was Jordan. This was in Bakersfield. She goes like, oh, hey, like, welcome, sit down. Let me, let me ask you some, let me, like, let me ask you why you, why it's your absolute dream to work at In-N-Out. And, and she actually told me, she was like, yeah, I saw you checking yourself out in the, in your reflection in your car. And I was like, oh, that's, well, hmm. Got to do that though, right? Especially for a job interview. And that made me self-conscious, but I was checking myself out, dude. And I did have, I was, I was looking, I was looking pretty good that day, dude. I'm not going to, you can't sugarcoat it sometimes, dude. Sometimes you look good. And sometimes it's right before a job interview and you go, I'm going to get this job. And so I walked in and uh, long story short, I sold myself because I'm a prostitute and then I got the job. 10 minutes later, we have, we have the interview. I walk out. I, the sun hits my face and I don't want the job.
and that's a that's a pretty I've gotten used to it since because that's happened to me plenty of times now, right? Because I know what I I know now what I think I didn't know then, which was like entry level jobs are so easy to come by, right? If you're watching this dude and you have a job that didn't take a whole lot of like work to get like you but what I, what I mean is you didn't need to go to school you didn't need to get a certification you didn't need to drive around and get your fucking bleep it fingerprints done which I just had to do for another thing you can quit that job pretty easily And sometimes I looked back and I was like, why am I being so cavalier about jobs? Like, I should just stick with the job. And I don't think you should if you don't think that you have any sort of future there, right? Stay for six months max a year if you don't think that you have some type of future there. But... Dude, I was at In-N-Out for, I got two checks and one of them wasn't even a full week or a full pay cycle. I worked probably 40 hours at In-N-Out and uh, I don't regret it at all. I'm glad I did it because I know for sure now I don't want to work at In-N-Out. Right, for a lot of different reasons. Among them, they I don't like to be dirty, and that's the whole thing. That's that's your whole job description at In and Out. They have a they have a, a room top to bottom tile that is solely for skinning potatoes for the French fries. And basically what you do is you dump all day you dump buckets of potatoes into these great big vats that just like spin around in circles and it skins the potato for you it's kind of that's kind of fucking cool honestly believe it um but you but you gotta look down there and like see how much of the skin is left and it's got to be the perfect amount and like so fucking potato skin is like throw it's like shitting bleep it potato skin up into your face it's on the ceiling dude anyway it takes 40 minutes to clean this room it comes with a great big hose and you just i don't know man also i got home at 4 a.m if i'm not a navy seal okay and i'm getting home at 4 a.m from the job I'm quitting that job. Not only because I have other things that I want to do, other like, right? Even if I didn't, 4 a.m. is too late to get off of work. When I worked at Starbucks, I would clock in at 4 a.m. If you work it in and out, quit your job. Um, what else, dude? Okay, 
back to I'm probably not gonna put any of that in. But back to Rachel's supposed to come here and we were supposed to go and see musical and it's sold out. And so I told Rachel it's sold out and then now she's going to go get a Mother's Day gift. And I'm probably not going to post this before Mother's Day, but happy Mother's Day to those that. And I told her like, hey, I was talking to some of the people and they said yesterday, some people just stand along the side. And that absolutely sounds like dog shit. But I did tell these people that I'm going to come and see it, right? And so I was like, do you think you're going to be here before eight o'clock? And she goes, um, yeah, I think so. And I was like, okay, well, then I just won't go. And then tomorrow we're going to see another musical. So I'm just not going to see this play, which is okay. Right. But then I got to thinking about it. And honestly, I think what here, I think here's what's going to happen. We've been dating for four years and I think this is exactly what's going to happen. She's going to come at eight o'clock because that's when it's done. She's going to come at 8 o'clock because that's only three hours from now. And I could have gone to see the musical. It starts in an hour, right? Honest to God, dude, I'm pretty sure I got... I could go to the musical, not even tell her that I'm going, come back here, and she pulls up 20 minutes later. And that's no hate, dude. That's no shade. But it is just a thing that, like, people do, and she's one of those people. Not all the time, but... um several times but also plays are expensive dude so i'll probably not go because of that as well if you have two reasons not to do something you should not do it that's where i'm getting i ate a plate of dog shit bleep it on uh on my longboard rachel's longboard that's why I'm not going to talk shit about her because she gave me a longboard once and uh, she didn't even actually give it to me. I just haven't given it back. But I was carrying a bunch of stuff from my car and I was skating up to the door. And you know how curbs are supposed to be flush with the street? If the If the ending of the curb is not absolutely... Oh, dude, don't start with me now. Why is the metronome on? If the curb isn't absolutely flush with the street, they should redo the curb and then honestly kill whoever built the curb. So anyway, I'm skating up and I've got like groceries, I got a backpack, and I got a shoulder bag. I got four bags on me, right? Two hands, two bags. Two shoulders, one bag. Two shoulders again, one backpack, right? And so I'm skating, and up until this point, I will stop, kick up the longboard, up the curb, and then I will waddle up to it and then continue on for fear of eating a plate of dog shit. This time I didn't do that. This time I entered the curb. Let me go back. The curb is about three inches off the street. Like the part where you drive over, right? Back to it being flush. It was too high, right? So I'm thinking, ah, I should I should probably jump off. And then I'm thinking, that's eh, I probably should just not be a fucking bitch. And so I, I jump the curb. I have my face in the concrete. Groceries rolling all over the place. I'm bleeding. 
It's okay. I'm fine. And a mailman, I'm looking above, I look both ways, and I see a mailman and a guy walking his dog. Both of them walk right past me and say nothing. A couple things about that. Personally, that's not what I would do. Unless I wanted that person to think that for just a moment, Am I invisible? Do I exist? Unless I'm going with, I'm going to say nothing. I'm not going to look down. I'm not going to slow down. I'm just going to keep walking. So that this fucking loser thinks that he doesn't exist. His existence is not only inconsequential. It's not even that. I wouldn't do that. I'd go, oh my God, are you okay? Do you want me to, do you want me to make you a fucking, you know, sandwich or something? And I would, so I would prefer them saying nothing to make me a sandwich. (laughs) That actually would be awesome if every time you like fell on a longboard, you just looked up and like some guy was holding out a sandwich. Three times a day, dude, at least I would fall. And that's the end of the story, dude. That didn't go anywhere. Oh, dude, I was talking to I was talking to someone about wrestling the other day. High school wrestling, right? They were talking about the glory days. And it got me thinking about this thing that I hadn't thought about in a long time, but there was this girl in high school that when she passed me in the hall, right? She would ask to see my abs. And I don't know how stuff like that gets around in high school. Other than taking your shirt off when you really don't need to. And I would do that. I don't have a justification for it. I would just do it. Okay. I wasn't the only one. Anyway, so when she would pass me in in the hallway sometimes she would ask like hey, hi can i see your abs and i would uh, i would pretend that it made me uncomfortable and then i would do it right and then one day she goes like you should you should wrestle here it is i know you've come out here more the past few days but would you actually come here instead up oh. whoop Whoa, dude, I knew it. (laughs) I'll respond to her in a sec. Talk about this girl who wanted to see my abs all the time. And then it just got to the point where I'd be like, all right. And then people would come over and like resuscitate her and like get her back up and take her to algebra or whatever. And and she goes, "Um, you should wrestle. And I was like, I have abs. I should wrestle. And then so I went to wrestling practice. <laughs> it wasn't even tryouts, dude. The, the the season had already technically begun. They were still like in, I don't even know what you call it. I didn't stay long enough to figure it out. But I, I went and uh, and so I walked into the wrestling room and I was looking around and like, 
in high school, man, people are, it, dudes are weird. Like they'll size you up and you're sizing them up. And it's just like this weird environment. And like, you're picturing, like, I wonder who many, who, who can kick my ass and whose ass can I kick? It's a very weird, like, why are we doing this? But I walk in and I'm like, man, nobody here has abs. <laughs> there are eight abs in this room and I got seven of them. Okay. And the coach walks up. He's like, hey, you know, do you have abs? <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, dude. You know I got abs. And he was like, good. That's what I like to see. And so we partner up. And then with no wrestling experience, I did like karate and stuff. And like we would grapple or whatever. But we just started to wrestle. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, we're not going to learn anything first? And he was like, no, we're just going to, you know, let me see what you got. And I got paired up with this guy who might have been like two or three inches taller than me. But I was like fairly bigger than him. And I'm going like, come on, man. I got, I got abs, dude. Can you pair me up with someone with abs, please? For God's sake, I'm not trying to embarrass this little this little fella. Look at him, he's got no abs. Hey, can I, can anyone else see he doesn't have abs? Look, I got, so we start to wrestle. And then out of nowhere, this guy's gonna be pinned on the ground. And I'm going like, what the? I don't, <laughs> He's so close to me right now, and I can't do anything about it. I can't tell if these are his thighs wrapped around my neck. I can't tell how many people I'm wrestling at this point. And I, th and I think to myself, I don't think abs are enough here. I think this is going to hurt my feelings. And I was strong enough to where, like, I couldn't, like, he couldn't absolutely pin me down, but, like, he had the upper hand for show. And I remember, like, my fucking face is on the ground, right? I got cheeks. I got my, my cheek is on the, on the gross wrestling pad where I'm sure worms are because one year all the girlfriends of the wrestlers got worms, which is hilarious to me now. And my cheek is on the floor and I'm sweating and I've only been in here for like 10 minutes and I, and I say out loud, come on, man, don't hold back. And he did not hold back. He pinned me good. And my feelings were hurt. My feelings were hurt. And I think it was because, dude, I don't know if I had a personality. I'm still not completely sure if I have a personality to it. I just go to open mics and I kind of try to just, like, develop one. Um, but I hung the hat of self-worth on my abs and my hair and my olive skin. Is this olive, dude? I don't even... I don't even know. I'd been told I was a good kisser. I had hair, abs, and good kissing. That was my whole personality. <laughs> and then this guy pinned me down, and he taught me a lesson.
kissing's not going to do any good here. Not on the mats. So then I left wrestling practice and I was like, I'm going to, I got to, I got to get, find, I got to find a personality, man. I don't even know where to start. Because wrestling is not it. I stuck with football, though. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. She has to pick up her mom from the auto dealership early in the morning and then rehearsal at 10 a.m. If not, it's okay, though. That's what she says. I would just have to leave early. And then if I say it's not okay, then she would come over here. And then I'd be the bad guy. Gross. Because I could just go over there. You know what, though? I wouldn't even be the bad guy. If I said, ah, could you come over here? Like, she wouldn't make me feel like the bad guy. I would make me feel like the bad guy, dude. And that's... That's life. Love you, Grandpa. Um, so I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Dude, here's something. When I was moving into this new place, I've got so much stuff. Most of it's clothes. I still have a great big box of clothes that I'm just not okay. That I didn't even wear for years before I moved into the first place. And I'm just lugging all this stuff around. Anyway, I got this, I got a couple of Ikea pieces that I got for the old place, but now I'm in the new place. Had to break it all down and I'm sitting in the living room and I'm building it back up. Um, and I'm at it for maybe, maybe, maybe five minutes. And I've got this hammer like a, like a, I mean, you guys know what a hammer is, but it, like a rubber head. And I'm, I'm building, I'm like putting back together this, um, this, uh, I'll, I'll put a, fuck, I'll put a picture, dude. Okay. I'll put a picture. It's going to go right here or there, honestly. Um, but it's a, just a, fuck it, it's a, uh, it's a bookshelf, right? And I'm, building it dude and I'm making I'm working up a squat dude and I've got apps okay and I'm at it for five minutes and they've got these it's very simple it's just a bunch of planks and a bunch of wooden uh um pegs I'll put a picture and I'm hitting the pegs in maybe 10 minutes and there's this knock at the door and it's just this guy he's like 50 years old and he looks past me. He looks like over my shoulder and he goes, what's going on in there? And I'm like, this can't be the first interaction between us. I didn't say this out loud, but I was like, no, it's 3 p.m. You should be able to make so much noise at 3 p.m., dude. It doesn't matter where you are. So I was like, oh, I'm building a I'm building a a, de a book a bookshelf and he goes well it sounds like you're <laughs> it sounds like you're slipping and sliding and banging around and I started to laugh dude and he got more pissed at me and I go I'm like no sir you can't you can't come into my place 
and say slipping and sliding and banging around and not see that it's funny. You're 50 years old. You're not old enough to be using that type of language. Slipping and sliding and banging around is just a little more goofy than Jiminy Christmas. My brother got married, dude. That's pretty bananas, right? My little bro. That's, um, I mentioned, I talk about all of this in the next episode, but you could tell the differences between different whites and different browns. It's not racial, don't look into it. But I haven't posted it yet. This is gonna be the first. Uh, I'm gonna stop saying that. Uh, my brother got married and I went to, it was very cool. I'm really proud of that kid. He's doing a lot of cool stuff in his life right now. Both my brothers are. My point is, it's very nice. They they had me marry them, and I'm like, ah, dude, what a an honor, an honor. What an honor, right? It was a great time. Glad I did it. I'll talk about that later. But Rachel and I were on the flight. Okay, first thing. When you buy two tickets on a flight, have them be next to each other. It's really that simple. You wouldn't buy tickets to a movie and have them not be next to each other. A movie is about $14. A flight is like 15 movies, okay? Have them be next to each other. Ours were not next to each other, if that's not clear. And I'm sitting next to this guy. I'm in the middle. And then I think she's in the middle as well. And I'm looking right at her. She's right over there. She's six feet. I could sneeze. And some of it will hit her. Right in the mouth. <laughs> and, oh, up. Whoa, dude. Guitar center. Pro line, dude. You know what you're doing. And I, I turn, I look, I look at the guy, and I'm like, "Hey, man, excuse me." I, and I pull this one, right? My wife is, uh, she doesn't really, she's kind of freaking out a little bit. Would you mind if she switched with you? And going into it, I was like, "Ah, he's older than me, right? He looks tired." And he's giving up an aisle seat to go and sit in the middle. I get it. Right after I asked, I was like, maybe I shouldn't even been asked. And the guy looks at me and he goes, you know what, man? I don't think so. Jim Norton has this bit about how he saw Al Gore get onto his flight and he had this conflicted feeling about rooting for his own plane to crash and that's how I felt because ah, I don't know man I'm, I'm sorry I can't would have gone so much smoother 
I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, no worries, man. That's okay. Thanks. But what's with the... What's with all the extra stuff, dude? What's up with the... What's up with the... You know what, man? And then the tone with... I don't think so. That's three things, dude. That's three reasons why I want this plane to go down. I'm And I'm looking at my girlfriend. I was like, she's on the plane. I still want it to go down a little bit. I'd find a way to save her last minute. But for sure, this guy right here, I want him to go down. And I'll go down with him. If there's one, if there's one parachute on this plane, she's getting it. And then I'm going to make him watch as I give it to her and I punch him right in the mouth. <laughs> you know what, man? I don't think so. You know what, man, is a dick thing to say as well. Because I know that, of course, is not going to follow you know what, man. So you have an answer for me already. You're just going like, hey, I have this answer, but before I give it to you, I'm going to make a sound effect, and then I'm going to ask you if you know what the answer is. And all along, I'm going to make you know that the answer is going to be no, but you're going to ask, I'm going to ask you if you know the answer already, which I did. I knew the answer. He's got an aisle seat, dude. He picked that one for a reason. But did he, though? I mean, I didn't pick the middle. I don't know. It's just like, dude, just say no. You don't even have, you don't even have to say anything else. You could just say the word no, but it's all about that tone, baby. It's all about that delivery. No. And then I don't want our plan to go down. Then I understand. I'm like, yeah, it's prob that's kind of what I expected. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Go back to your fucking... Go back to watching, you know, what's that one where Killian Murphy gets stabbed in the neck with a pen? Red Eye by Rachel McAdams. And then, dude, and for the rest of the flight, I was seething. Hey, man, though, I got to respect the balls, too, because I asked him before we took off and he knew he was going to he was going to answer the way he was going to answer. And he knew that we still had a four hour flight. And that's gangster. But it also would have been gangster to punch him right in the mouth. I've been having dreams about snowboarding, man. Oh. And I think that, and I'm being, I'm being honest right now. My back still hurts and my knees still hurt, but I am still a vampire. And I think that it's possible to get better at snowboarding in your dreams. Cause you're thinking about it. I think I'm just getting better at snowboarding dude. Like there are certain things that you can't get better at unless you're doing them. Example. Um, Probably snowboarding if you're not a vampire, but 
dunking a basketball, right? But uh, I don't know, though, man. I feel like you can kind of figure stuff out in your dreams. Like how to dunk a basketball. Although, who tries to dunk a basketball in their dreams and can't do it? I'm going to hurt myself if I try again. Losers. I'll dunk a basketball in my dreams, man. Let's see what's on the news. Southern California source for local engine. Can't even talk. Can't read, can't talk. Why do I have a podcast? Um, dude, you can't look at anything on the internet anymore, man, without needing to sign up for something. Why is that? I mean, I get it's like you got to... You got to follow the money, man. You got to follow the clicks. But like, dude, I just want to read about the guy who killed Pop Smoke. Shows no reaction as she's convicted of all charges and murders of children. I don't know who either of those people are, but she murdered her children. Or she was charged with murdering her children. So, that's obviously awful, but I wonder if she did it. Sometimes people don't do it, you know? Like, at least once, someone was convicted of murdering their kid, and they were like, Wah. No, but I, I just... No, but it, I, I, it wasn't me, right? I mean, like, you definitely don't want your... You want to bring your kid back, but if you can't, you don't want to go to jail for the, for the guy who did it. She probably did it, but... She will be sentenced in around 90 days' time. They were choked up about their grandson's killer. My final message for Lori, I think she's the killer. The party's over. <laughs> oh, I think that's sad. A song that he and JJ used to sing together. I don't know if that's sad. You gotta read everything to get the context, you know? Turn out the lights, the party's over. They'll say that all good things must end, he sang. What? He sang this in court? <laughs> he then paused and addressed Vallow, saying, Lori, it ended. JJ's uncle, Jerry Vallow, also chimed in. They got the bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if that's your... I don't even know. Was that the uncle? I'm not sure. Next. That sucks, dude. Seven-year-old. What's her name? Stuck her kid in the trunk. Casey Anthony. Fucking psycho. I was scrolling through Instagram yesterday and there was this girl who just like buys broken stuff on Facebook Marketplace and then fixes it up and then sells it for more. She bought this dresser for like 60 bucks and then she sold it for 300 and I was like, huh, that sounds really good. I wonder if I could do that. And then I looked and then I scrolled through like three pages of Facebook and I was like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I talk myself in and out of these things like you run through all the scenarios and you just like assume that you know all the scenarios, right? Like I officiated my brother's wedding, brother and sister-in-law, their wedding, and it was great. And I was like, huh, I think I might have like an affinity for this. I kind of, I kind of like this. This is, uh, this is pretty cool. And then I looked up what wedding officiants make in like two hours. Dude, minimum $300. I don't know if anyone in the world makes that much money. And so I was like, 
dude, your boy's ordained. Which wasn't hard at all to get. It's just like signing up for a newsletter. You could more quickly become ordained at for a, as a minister than figure out who killed Pop Smoke and why. <laughs> and so, and then I'm, and then, and then suddenly I'm like, dude, okay, two hours, three hundred dollars, one wedding, three weddings, nine hundred dollars. That's rent. Five weddings, fifteen hundred dollars. That's rent and a car note. That's ten hours. Five weddings, ten hours, fifteen hundred dollars. Then I have a, a hundred more hours during the week. A hundred weddings. That's like ten million dollars. And then I'm going like, man, I'm gonna make ten million dollars wedding officiating, officiating wedding weddings. And then I'm making business cards for wedding officiants, dude. Okay, I'm gonna pa I'm gonna pass out business cards, and then I'm gonna put them on, I'm gonna put them on windshields. I'm looking around. There's so many windshields. I'm I'm looking at flower shops and photographers and DJs and fucking, you know, churches. And then I go like, oh, well, you need a website, and you need pictures of what you're doing on the website. And I took the I just, I don't have any pictures. So then I now I gotta stage a wedding and make it look like I'm marrying two people. And then I gotta do that over and over. So it looks like I've been doing this a lot. And I'm like, what the hell, man? I just gotta do stand up. I shouldn't even be doing this. I should just be doing stand up. But it's that delay of gratification, right? It's hard to get. It's hard to get through, man. Poor me. It's hard to. Uh, you can't think too far ahead. I can't doing stand up, right? Or a lot of different stuff, right, man? But I can't help but, like, you know, think 10 or 15 or 20 steps ahead. And, like, it's important to remember that, like, you don't know the effect of step number one yet if you haven't taken it. And just because you've taken step one doesn't mean that you know the effect of two and three and four. And it's like... Dude, just try stuff. Going back to in and out you know? I really only tried it because I was like, yeah, man, 12 bucks an hour sounds dope. 12 bucks an hour sounds insane. I think the microphone was too far from my fucking face this entire episode. Um, I don't know, man. Just try stuff out. And obviously... Uh, why are why am I giving you advice, right? But I guess I should reply to Rachel. Yeah, I can come over.
I can come over because I'm a good guy. You know what, though, man? That's da that's just as dangerous as thinking that I'm the bad guy for having her come over, right? Because if I go, I'm the good guy here, and I go over there, and then I'm kind of going like, well, you said you were going to come over, and that was not the plan, and like this is... And then you carry that around and making me the good guy in my own head makes her the bad guy. And that's not necessary. Sometimes things just don't work out as they're planned. I don't know, man. Sometimes you learn these lessons, right? And it's just like you got to relearn them. I can send you some dollars for gas. <sighs> Smiley face cash bags. She's the good guy. We're both good guys, dude. I got both. I got both my good guys right here. This is Rami, and this is um, Peaches or something. I don't remember. My leg looks weird here, huh? But I gotta carry it around. I gotta. I mean, I gotta. I gotta get some leverage here because you know, fucking Guitar Center doesn't know what they're doing. This mic stand was fifty dollars, dude. I've used it six times. I don't know, man. Well, dude, that's the end of the episode. Maybe I'll post this. Maybe I'll die on the way to Rachel's and then she'll feel really bad. <laughs> but then if I say, no, you come over here and then she dies, then I'll feel really bad. See what I mean, man? You got to think about things. Um, I'll leave you with this. Try stuff out. Try to work it in and out. And if it sucks, and you're not a fan of getting off at 4 a.m., um, then quit, because you don't need to. You can get off at 10 a.m., or 1 p.m., or 3 p.m., or 4 p.m., or 6 p.m., or should I be doing stand-up instead? I'm not trying to be a professional fucking podcaster. Mm -hmm.